Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Hey, thanks for tuning into today's show, man. It's it's a, the end of another great week. We're heading into an, what I hope for everybody is another great weekend. And uh, you know, yesterday when I was done with the show, we're we're gonna cover, we're gonna look at the. Uh, I got an update on the uh, FBI and the the old dude that they murdered uh, for having to make some social media posts that were probably ill advised, but certainly not worth being killed over. Uh, the sanctimonious campaign is in big trouble with the FEC for. Uh, the Federal Elections Commission. Apparently, they've been taking money in the amounts from the wrong people that they should not have. A judge puts a partial gag order on Donald Trump for the J6 trials in D.C. Not surprising. And uh, we're going to cover a couple of other things. But first, I thought I'd start out with a little human interest. When I got off the show yesterday, when I finished up and got everything uploaded and kind of winding down into my evening, a little video came across the socials of a new song from an artist that I did not recognize I uh, and a genre I wouldn't typically listen to, uh, to be honest with you. So I, uh, being a musician myself, these things always intrigue me. And this guy, a uh, guy by the name of Oliver Anthony, from all reports, basically just a, a off-grid backwoods farmer who lives with his dogs in the country. And, um, and so I, I kind of, started doing some diving into him and I listened to the song and, and the words I, I, I committed them and, uh, and just, it, it, it's, it's a very moving song. Now at that time, this was yesterday, <laughs> I decided, you know what? I'm going to kick off my show with a segment on Oliver Anthony and I'm going to play his song on my show. And, um, and then I get up this morning, and as oftentimes I do, I'm getting ready for my day. I'm listening to other podcasts. I'm listening to other people. And uh, a lot of times it's Dan Bongino is one of the shows I listen to. That's uh, He's on at 8 a.m. Pacific time. So I'll usually, after I'm ready for the day and I'm getting going, I'm drinking my coffee, I'll, uh, I'll listen to Dan Bongino. And he starts off his show with, of course, a segment on Oliver Anthony and plays his video and his song. So if anybody watches the Bongino uh, show, this was not an intentional copy. I'm not, I didn't like see a show this morning and decide to do this. I just already decided to do this last night. Um, so the guy became an instant, I mean, he, he spread on social media, like phenomenally has opened a Twitter account like yesterday and already has... 70,000 followers or something last time I saw put this with the help of, of somebody who I'm going to talk about here in a minute, put his video up on YouTube. Now he has, he has other videos up on YouTube and over a period of time, they've gotten some views uh, and some of them fairly substantial, 70, 80,000. This one got, is probably approaching 2 million. Now it was 1.6 million this morning views on his YouTube. And you're going to see why when I play the song in a minute, before I do, and tell, tell this story, I want to remind everybody of one very simple thing. And I think Donald Trump says it very well. He's, he, he, he's the kind of person who never quits. And this relates to the story that I'm going to uh, share about Oliver North from somebody who spoke with him. And, uh, and so this was it. Check it out. I've seen people quitting. And if they would have held out longer, they would have been successful. I've seen it so much. I've seen some of the most brilliant people in the world that never made it because they were quitters. 
They were just quitters. They would quit. They would they just couldn't take it. They couldn't whatever. But you can never give up. Never give up. Never give up. Never quit. Never quit on things that you set your mind to, on people that you're committed to, and ideals that you're committed to, such as democracy, the republic, the United States of America, and freedom. These things are important. And music has a way of bringing out an emotional response in people. And when when things happen, societal, cultural shifts are occurring, which is, is what's going on right now. Make no mistake, this is a massive societal and cultural shift. We're right in the middle of it. We're living it, okay? People that have the God-given talent, some work at it harder than others as far as refining their craft, but there is still a gift there. They, they write songs, and sometimes they write songs that are very moving. They write songs that are that they hit the right place at the right time with the right people, and that's the case with this guy. And I think I said Oliver North earlier. <laughs> Man, it shows you where my Oliver Anthony is. Anyway, so before I, I'm going to play his song. But, and I know I'm taking a lot of time. Please bear with me. Bear with me on this, man. It's worth it. It's worth it, okay? And then we're going to dive into the meat and potatoes. But a little human interest is good once in a while to lighten things up, okay? And this is this is a good, good story. So Jason Howerton, uh, who got to know Oliver, uh, t- contacted him on the phone and had a conversation with him and had permission to share uh, an abbreviated uh you know, portion of his story. And this is how it went. In the past, Oliver was struggling with mental health and coping with alcohol. In depths of despair, just about a month ago, Oliver got on his knees and broke down in tears. Though he wasn't a religious man, that night he promised God to get sober if he helped him follow his dream. Oliver was about 30 days sober when someone reached out and asked him to come record a song for his YouTube channel. That song was rich men north of Richmond. Within days, the song was viral on social media. Jason continues, as Oliver told me this story, the hair on the back of my neck stood up, goosebumps covered my body. Here is a man who broke down and surrendered everything to God. And God, within 30 days, he became an overnight sensation with an offer from John Rich. Is going to produce his to, to produce his record. So when I offered to cover the cost of, of Oliver to produce a record, I had no idea what would transpire, nor did I know just how powerful his story was or the situation that God was inserting me into. I just wanted to help. This is how we are going to change culture. This is how we're going to change the country. A guy who was struggling with addiction, with depression, with alcohol. Um gave it up to God, and within 30 days, this happened. Miracles do happen, people. There's always a story. Everybody has a story. You know, even, even that homeless person on the street that we like to make fun of, that we or not make fun of, but, you know, we kind of ridicule them to some extent, more so the politicians that allowed this to occur. But I look at him and I wonder, man, how did that person get here? What uh, what was so horrible that brought them here? And, you know, are they ever going to get out? Where does this story go from here? Well, so far, this story is pretty inspiring. It's uh, it's it's brought um, a lot of emotion up in me. And 
in millions and millions of others as well as the video has gone viral everywhere. And I'm going to show it here, but please go to, it's going to be up on Spotify and all the other Amazon, all the other places that you can get it. It's also on YouTube. Go view it there. Give him some views. Give him some love. When it comes up on your on your favorite place, wherever you download your music or you listen to it from, go ahead and spend the 99 cents or whatever it is. And, you know, let's help this guy out. Let's help spread this message of not only the music he makes, but but of, of his story as well. So uh, without further ado, Oliver Anthony. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true. But it is, all oh, it is, living in the new world With an old soul These rich men north or rich men, Lord knows They all just want to have total control Want to know what you think, want to know what you do And they don't think you know, but I know that you do Cause your dollar ain't shit and it's taxed to no end Cause the rich men Cause the rich men I wish politicians Would look out for miners And not just miners On an island somewhere Lord, we got folks in the street Ain't got nothing to eat And the old beast Milking welfare God, if you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds, taxes ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds. Young men are putting themselves six feet in the ground because all this damn country does is keep on kicking them down. Lord, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, for people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true. But it is, all it is, living in the new world With an old soul These rich men know the rich men Lord knows they all just want to have total control Want to know what you think, want to know what you do And they don't think you know, but I know that you do Cause your dollar ain't shit and it's taxed to no end Cause the rich men North the rich men I've been selling my soul Working all day Overtime hours for bullshit pay. That was uh, Richmond, north of Richmond, of course, which is Washington, D.C. 
Oliver Anthony. Give him some love. Go to his YouTube channel. Download his music once it's available on all the platforms. And, uh, you know, God works. God works in obvious ways. He works in mysterious ways. But he does always work. And uh, it's uh, it's inspiring. It, it, it really is. And it's touching. But uh, anyway, we'll, let, let's get moving on here. We'll, we'll dive into the show. Uh, this um, this D.C. judge that's in charge of the Trump case. Now, they went ahead and, the of course, uh, Jack Smith, the, the commie tyrant who wants to try to put Trump in jail at any cost, is... Um, wants to put a gag order, of course. And he wanted a blanket gag order that Trump couldn't talk anything about the trial, anybody in the trial, anytime, anywhere. The guy's running for president. How can you not? So many of the witnesses, I mean, that, that'd be basically like they're going to call Pence as a witness and he and he's running against Pence but can't ever talk about Pence because Pence is run, he has a gag order because he's a, he's testi- testifying in the trial. Anyway, what a backstabbing son of a bitch that guy is too, by the way. And anyway, he can say whatever he wants otherwise. So the judge... Uh, decided that free speech is not absolute. In fact, actually said so in her ruling. Obama judge Tanya Chukin signals she will gag Trump in the middle of presidential campaign. Judge Chukin is going to gag Trump in the middle of a presidential campaign. Trump lawyers appeared before Obama-appointed judge Tanya Chukin Friday morning for a hearing on proposed gag order. This is today. Judge Chukin gave Trump only one day to respond on a motion for protective order, gag order, filed by Dirty Jack Smith rather than the standard 14 days, which they do. Uh, Chukin signaled that she will gag Trump in the middle of a presidential, presidential campaign. And then this is this is what she said about the First Amendment of the United States, a judge who's supposed to uphold the Constitution of that, <laughs> of which the amendment is in there, in the Bill of Rights. So anyway, there are limits this is what she said. There are limits, regardless of what is going on in, I hate to say it, his day job. This is a criminal case. The need for this criminal case to proceed in the normal order and protect witnesses and integrity of the process means there are going to be limits on the defendant's speech. The judge said, arguing the First Amendment, end quote, is not absolute. You see, that's what separates the United States from nearly every other country in the world, is the First Amendment is absolute, including yelling fire in a crowded theater. I've talked about that before. I'll talk about it again, not today. So you you can sit there. She's going to, she didn't give a blanket gag order, but what she did give was he can't talk about any testimony given by any of the witnesses. And so he can't mention them by name as witnesses, or he can't, divulge any of the content of their testimony. So he can still talk about the trial. He can still talk about the witch hunt in generalizations. But when when it comes to um, attack or, you know, trying to divulge information or attack those people directly. But that's where the problem comes in is now they've set up a scenario. And by the way, the order, uh, the judge also said that if he violates the, the order, that he would be subject to revocation of his, you know, freedom of his, of his, uh, parole or whatever you have it, you know, not be able to be free until trial. I know there's a legal term for it, man. There's attorneys out there. Let me know where you can, you can just think I'm a dumbass. That's fine too. Don't care. So 
that that's a problem though, because he's campaigning against some of these people and he should be allowed to defend himself. But so he just starts talking about Mike Pence or Chris Christie, who's probably going to testify against him as well. Or, or, you know, who knows where, where Julian, anyway, so he starts talking about these people on a campaign stump or at a rally. And then the judge decides, Jack Smith decides to petition the court. He broke the gag order. He broke the gag order. He's been talking about Pence in the trial all in the same paragraph or in the same hour. What do you think that judge is going to do? This is, this is election interference. We're still a year and a half away, almost, a little less, from the election. And they're already interfering in the election. They, they, their game is expanding pretty soon. It's, and it's, they've been after him actually since the day he left office. And then as soon as he announced for presidency, that's when they went nuts, right? What do you think about all that, Clint? What a load of shit. Yeah. I, I agree, Clint. It is a load of shit. It's an absolute load of shit. It's election interference. It is. Uh, it's criminal. They're acting like the mafia. The sixth district court. Sixth district court actually just gave them a beatdown for some of their censorship that they engaged in in the 2020, leading up to the 2020 election, right? And uh, seem to be having an issue here with. Me. Oh, there we go. There we go. Um, so moving on. Now we're going to look at uh, another form of uh, election interference, which is. The Department of Justice appointed they appointed a special counsel to uh, to oversee the Hunter Biden investigation, whether he's a, a you know didn't register as a foreign agent when he should have, and the funds and all that. But a lot of these charges are gonna they're they're gonna meet their statute of limitations pretty soon. But this is just a a blanket effort. This is a very obvious effort to prevent Congress from performing its oversight, to prevent them from calling David Weiss in to testify, to prevent them from calling other witnesses in to testify as they start to uncover the depths of the Biden cartel crime family and the tens of millions of dollars they took from foreign countries and foreign nationals to enrich themselves in exchange for what? We're still trying to find that out. But this will end all that. Congress won't be able to call anything because there's now a, an independent council, so to speak. And, and so Garland appointed him, and this is what they had to say. I'll play some of this. Check it out. In February 2021, U.S. Attorney Weiss was asked to remain as U.S. Attorney for the District of Delaware and in that capacity to continue to lead the investigation. As I said before, Mr. Weiss would be permitted to continue his investigation take any investigative steps he wanted, and make the decision whether to prosecute in any district. Mr. Weiss has told Congress that he has been granted ultimate authority over this matter, including the responsibility for deciding where, when, and whether to file charges and for making decisions necessary to preserve the integrity of any prosecution consistent with federal law, the principles of federal prosecution, and departmental policies. In a July 2023 letter to Congress, Mr. Weiss said that he had not to that point requested. 
So he goes on. So, but then he requested this week on Tuesday, apparently this week, he requested that the investigation has reached a point where it should have an independent counsel. And I request that you appoint me to be that independent counsel. And so, of course, they did because they're all in cahoots with each other to protect the Biden crime family and to do anything they can to interfere in the election. They don't want this information to come out because this would have, again, just like the Hunter Biden laptop, just like all of that, that's going to have massive implications and a huge impact on Biden's presidential campaign. Because if, if it's proven that he took tens of millions of dollars from foreign countries, I mean, he's already not going to win. I don't even know if he's going to run. Well, that, that remains to be seen. But now you put all this out there, of course he's not going to win. So this is just another attempt by the Department of Justice that's been weaponized along with the FBI, all led by the Biden regime and whoever's pulling the strings above him to interfere in the 2024 election and take out a political opponent by omission. So they're doing it directly by attacking him and arresting him in, in pro, well, three places now. Georgia, I think, is coming up next week. And then on the other end, they're suppressing information on his opponent. So, so on one hand, they're going after Trump. And then on the other hand, they're protecting Biden. So it's a double whammy that's going on here, people. This is, make no mistake, this is all about 2024 and nothing else. And it's orchestrated. Now, the problem is, is this David Weiss, Weiss he's also... I look at how I spell his name. I had a friend that spelled it the same and it was pronounced Weiss. Anyway, I know it's Weiss. Uh, he can't do this. This is, um, he's a U.S. attorney in Delaware. It, 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 so you just can't do that. Anyway, check this out. Former federal prosecutor I spoke to just before this event said to me the appointment of a special counsel would have the effect of delaying a resolution on the Hunter Biden matter, in his opinion. And it would certainly delay any anticipated testimony from the U.S. attorney in Delaware to Republicans on Capitol Hill who have been seeking that testimony for several months. So it's an extraordinary development considering where the two parties were two weeks ago to wrap up this years-long case, now to the appointment of a special counsel that will have these broad authorities most importantly, to continue this ongoing investigation, Margaret. Yeah, and continue it beyond the 2024 election. He's going to sit here and stonewall it. So now Congress, you see what's happened here. All they did was put a, they put a, and they built a wall. They don't want a wall on the border, but they did put a wall between the Biden family and justice. And that is taking away the ability of Congress to subpoena well, David Weiss and others to testify in front of Congress about their actions regarding the Hunter Biden illegalities that they decided not to prosecute and then why they delayed and then prosecuted. And then their deal fell apart because they tried to pull a fast one on the judge who said, no, you're not getting blanket immunity. They're going to pull those charges now, by the way, and refile them in Delaware because they know it's going to go to trial. But, uh, so they can't get testimony. They can't get documents. This is Congress. And the trial is, you watch. This is going to get delayed until one of two things or both happen. And that is the statute of limitations runs out on the crimes that he's being investigated for. Or, and the 2024 election has occurred. You're not going to see, <laughs> you're not going to see a result from this independent counsel 
until it's over. That's my prediction. But the thing is, he's not even qualified to be an independent counsel. Check this. The same question. Now that we have this special counsel probe ongoing, how is that going to intersect or impact the separate but ongoing congressional investigation into Hunter Biden? Jillian, this is a sham. There is no special counsel investigation and there is no Biden investigation. The special counsel regulations, what makes a special counsel special is that you're a lawyer who's brought in from outside the United States government, not just outside the Justice Department, outside the government. This U.S. attorney uh, is being appointed, notwithstanding that he is an attorney who's a top official in the Biden Justice Department, and Garland made clear is going to remain a top <laughs> official in the Biden Justice Department. This is the Biden Justice Department's vehicle for maintaining control of an investigation that they are not pursuing. They've had the case for five years. They've never indicted it. They're strategically allowing the statute of limitations to run to the point that the 2014 and 2015 conduct, which covers most of the $21 million that the congressional investigation report showed this week, that's already time barred. And it's time barred because David Weiss himself decided to let those charges die rather than bring an indictment. They're not doing anything that you would do if there was an actual investigation, and he can't be a special counsel because he's inside the government, and the point of having a special counsel is to bring in someone from outside the government who we can trust to do a credit. Yeah, it's supposed to be independent of government. And he's obviously not. They're above the law. Once again, the Biden administration just ignores government regulations. They ignore laws and just do whatever the hell they want. Stop us. We're going to do what we want. Stop us. And so far, no one has because no one, no one has had the balls to go up against them except Donald Trump. And they're trying to destroy him. And they will try to destroy every single person that tries to go against him. They're already going after Ron DeSanctimonious for his campaign finance issues that he's he's deep in deep doo-doo with. And if Vivek gains more steam, as I believe he will, they're going to go after him too. They're, they've completely weaponized the government of the United States to go after political opponents. This is this is third world bullshit. Everybody knows it. So what are we going to do? How do you stop it, man? Well, here's how you do it. You continue to spread truth, continue to keep the faith. And as Donald Trump said, and many other successful men throughout history, including Winston Churchill, never, 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 never quit. Okay? Keep hope. Keep your passion alive. Spread out information that's true, that's justified, that's patriotic, platforms, share them, share this, rumble.com slash then report, share this out, follow my channel and others like it. And then get involved in the elections. I sound like a broken record. I'm going to sound like a broken record. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. Actually, not sorry. Because get off your butt and get involved. Now is the time. Now is not the time to sit on the sidelines. Okay? I started off this, this show 
stating that we are in the midst of a societal and cultural shift. It's like the axis of the earth shifting. The United States, and to a large extent, our influence and sphere of influence throughout the world is at a point in time. And we're living through it, which is cool in a way and not so much in another way, where things are shifting. And which way they go, the right way or the wrong way, wrong way being left, is going to define this country for a long time, maybe forever, you know, or, or maybe it will make things worse so that, you know, if we don't address it now, if we don't address this now in a peaceful way, in a democratical way, in a representative republic way, in the future, it's going to be much messier, much dirtier, and possibly deadly. So let's do it now. Let's save future generations from having to do it in, when, the, when the path of resistance is much stronger, when it might take actual physical revolution versus cultural or idealist revolution, which is what we're talking about now. So the bottom line is that the Biden family is corrupt and they're just fighting against the clock right now. The truth is going to come out. The, it, it's a matter of when it comes out. That's what I think. I think that eventually it's going to come out. Eventually, everyone's going to know. Of course, they're, they're seal clappers that just clap at everything they want. Uh, they're not going to, to believe any of it because they're in denial. They don't want to admit that they were wrong and that they made a poor choice in putting this uh, old Swiss cheese for brain to Mitch and an old man in the White House. And on top of that, he's a criminal, international criminal, by the way. <laughs> so it, it, it's going to come out, but it's a matter of time. And that's what this is all about. It's a delay tactic, push everything out past 2024. After that, they don't care what happens to Joe Biden because they're going to they're push him aside like nobody's business if they don't throw him under the bus beforehand. Like I said, I don't know if he's, he's going to end up be the one running or not. Anyway, I'm going to go to the weirdness segment of the show, and this isn't even weird. This is just this is just freaking sick. Um, you remember Kathy Griffin when she got in trouble for having a uh, you know altered picture of herself holding a severed Trump head with blood running down his face? Yeah, so now she's taking the same picture and put Jack Smith's head on it, her body. <laughs> what? That just occurred to me that that's kind of weird. Um, and then having Trump's severed head again. So this is the same photo. She just modified it so that blood wasn't running down his face. And But what is the imagery here? The imagery of the Democrat Party is always about violence. It's always about, I mean, they've talked about conservatives should be killed. We should be put in camps. We should, I mean, and then they turn around and they deflect or project, I should say, and say that, no, we're the ones doing that. You're the Nazis. You're the ones that want to silence free speech. You're the ones that, that want to, you know, put people in jail when they're the ones actually doing it. Unbelievable. Anyway, it's quite a weird, weird image. Moving on to the next, Charlie Kirk uh, put this up and it, it kind of leads into my next segment, which is on, unfortunately, the fact that the United States 
passed a record for suicides. Charlie Kirk said Joe Biden's record's full of, well, records. And of course, and none of them are good. The most U.S. suicides ever in a year. Hmm. The most drug overdose deaths in a year. 106,021. The highest inflation rate in 40 years. The most illegal immigrants in a year, 2.76 million. The highest U.S. average gas price on record, 502 in June of 22. The most consumer credit card debt on record, over $1 trillion just came out. And interest rates are rising. So <laughs> that debt's just going to increase exponentially. The most consumer debt on record. Yeah, the most kids diagnosed with gender dysphoria because, you know, that's the trendy thing to do. And the woke medical community, all these communities that, you know, whether it's law enforcement or medicine that swore an oath to basically protect and serve the public, in many cases are the ones that are destroying the public. And then they wonder, they wonder why we don't have, you know, faith in what's going on. And this and that. This is uh, this is sad. And the COVID lockdowns, I think, are partially to blame. But more than that, I think it's just why do you see people looting stores all the time? Why do you see people doing smashing grabs? Why do you why do you see people beating others up on the streets and people just film it? Why do you see people getting pushed in front of subway trains? Society is at crisis point. Okay. 49,449 Americans committed suicide in 2022, hitting a high record. This is according to CDC, by the way. Now, what's interesting about this, uh, the new data released by the Centers for Disease Control has, re has revealed that there were a record number of suicides in the United States in 2022. Nearly 50,000 Americans took their own lives, up 2.6% from the previous year. When you start talking about those numbers, 2.6% is a lot. The suicide rate rose steadily in the U.S. between 2000 and 2018, at which point it went down. Whoa, 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 whoa. So the suicide rate had been rising for 18 years. And then in 2018, it started to go down. What, what was going on in 2018? Oh, that's right. We're in the middle of the... Donald Trump presidency. Hmm. Things were going great. People were making money. The stock market was great. Uh, inflation was low. We were energy independent. We had reason to be positive. We had reason to be hopeful because we had a president who was positive and hopeful instead of constantly trying to make everything doom and gloom and crisis mode. See, the Democrats, all they do is say, everything's horrible. The sky is falling. Come to us and we'll save you. Whereas... The Trump administration and people like him, America first patriots, try to make things positive. Hey, let's make America great again. Like, and then, and then the Democrats think that's a horrible thing. Making America great is horrible? But you get a president in office who's upbeat, who's positive, who, who, who's having results in the form of energy independence and great employment, great wages, great stock market. People are feeling hopeful and positive, maybe for the first time in a long time. According to these statistics, maybe the first time in 18 years. And the suicide rate went down while Donald Trump was president. 
And then COVID manufactured. And then Biden. And now we have a new record, 50,000 people killing themselves because there's not hope right now. No, no. The only thing the Democrats are spreading right now is fear and desperation. So when you do that constantly, and when you constantly beat the drum of fear and desperation, eventually society is going to become fearful and desperate. Some people, for some people, it's too much. And they lose all hope because nobody is offering them hope. And sadly, they end, they end their lives. So uh, it's, it's interesting to note that that number also includes uh, murder suicides by men. And a vast majority of those suicides are, are males, by the way. So, of course, uh, Sound of Freedom, you hear me talk about it a lot. Man, what a, what a great uplifting movie uh, as far as motivating people to get out and do something about a horrible, horrible thing. Okay. It, I shouldn't have said uplifting. That wasn't that wasn't the right word. It's uh, motivating. It's 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 emotional. You know, it stirs up a, a desire to spread the word about it and help do something about human trafficking. And of course, the Democrats have been on it forever, and the liberals about oh, it's BS, it's BS, it's QAnon, it's not any of that. I don't know why we can't agree on the one thing that, you know, the trafficking of children is a horrible thing. Can we just agree on that? Democrats, you extreme commie Democrats, can you stop freaking defending it and just agree that sexually trafficking children is a horrible, horrible thing? No. And they're still going after it. The headlines busted out. So when when they were making this movie originally, they did a lot of crowdsourcing. They didn't have any money. They didn't have a big time producer behind it. So they did crowd crowdfunding. And they had over 6,000 donors. One of these donors who donated $100 got involved in a, a family custodial dispute. And this is what the liberal media is saying about it. Sound of Freedom Thunder charged with child kidnapping amid controversies. Box office success. USA Today. Good job, Marco. You should be proud of yourself. Good, useful idiot, you. Yeah. So, and there's tons of headlines like that. I didn't pull them all up. But the point is, man, yeah, so they had 6,000 donors. This guy gave 100 bucks. Even if, but when you dive a little deeper into it, he was just involved in a family custodial dispute. He's not, he wasn't kidnapping or, you know, sexually trafficking children. But that's how the left tries to make it look. Why, they want to destroy this movie. It made over $160 million domestically. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Nobody expected that. And now it's going international. I, I believe it's getting, there's going to get start uh, being released in other countries th this weekend, I believe, which is probably why they're trying to smear it right now, right before it releases internationally, right? And try to make implications that just aren't true. Uh, next little clip here from about kind of along the same lines of, of the, just the grossness and sickness of and, and acceptance by the left of pedophilic behaviors. They're all 
are behaving like pedophiles and they're defending the actions of pedophiles, defending what not that long ago would have been considered disgusting, perverted, and criminal in many cases, but they're promoting it. And uh, this young lady, Kingsley Cortez, I've had her on my show. I, I would love to have her back on sometime. And uh, in fact, I'm going to reach out to her and see if she'll come on because I want to do a full show uh, basically centered around this. She was on uh, Jesse Kelly's show and she had this to say, again, just spot on. She's got a way of delivery and a, she's just a very smart young woman and uh, very articulate and very good at communicating. And this was on the first with Jesse Kelly. Check it out. You talked about it in your intro here. It's pedophilia. Progressives are pushing this across the nation. We have to call it like it is. We have teachers that are discussing sexual acts with children as young as three years old in classrooms. We have state senators like California State Senator Scott Weiner who are advocating for legislation that would actually lessen penalties for adults who engage in oral or anal sex with minors who are underage. We have companies like Pornhub leaving red states that implement age verification laws to protect children from, from sexual adult content online. I mean, this is not your grandfather's Democratic Party or even your father's Democratic Party. We are truly up against individuals as right-wingers who are demonic and who are depraved, and we need to be engaging in these cultural battles because these people are just pure evil, Jesse. Yes, evil is real, and they... Demon activity is at a massive spike right now. The demonic activity going on in the world right now, and in this country in particular, is un, it's off the charts, okay? Because a large portion of this country has turned their back on God. And so what's the devil doing? He's inserting himself into that vacuum. Of course, more demonic activity is going to happen. Of course, more depraved, because man is already depraved. Remove God from the equation and let the let Satan take over. Of course, you're going to get things like this. And it's sad. And yeah, why why are they why are they so dead set? And why now on sexualizing children, whether it be through exposing them to what amounts to pornographic material at very young ages, through the public education system? Drag queen story hours, drag queens dancing sexually in front of children and having them stuff dollar bills in their G-strings. Really? Promoting bypassing adolescence with hormone blockers simply because you think you might be a boy or, or a girl when you're not? Allowing men to shower with Girls in their locker rooms at universities and places like the YMCAs. Men go into the locker room and shower with girls naked against their consent. Or without their consent, I should say. But they're trying to normalize this and it's sick. It's absolutely disgusting. I'm going to get her back on and uh, definitely going to get her back on. She's, she's a great, great young lady, great guest. I hope that she'll come back on the show. She was one of my first guests when I started having a, a guest show. And uh, by the way, uh, next week, not, not this coming week, but the following week, we're going to have Tim Iman from Washington state tax advocate back on. We're going to talk initiatives. 
We're going to talk taxes and different issues like that. So if you're interested, uh, not this coming Wednesday, but the following Wednesday, Tim Iman will be back on the show and we look forward to having him. And we're getting ready to head out. So let's, uh, we started out the show on kind of a really heart touching human interest story in more than one ways. A, a guy who, uh, who has a history, who, who had an addiction and alcohol problem, who got on his knees and gave up his life to God. And 30 days later, went viral with a video that's going crazy. Oliver Anthony, please go to YouTube and watch this video. Get on your whatever your preferred download section is. He's uploaded it all, but you know, things they need to go through an approval process before they're available for purchase. So go to your whatever channel or, or service you use, download, pay for it, please pay for it. Download his stuff. I'm going to. I've already gave him quite a few views on YouTube and I've shared his YouTube video a lot. Unfortunately, when I'm doing a show, I can't really share a YouTube video. So he didn't get the credit for this watch, but I'm hoping that I'll be able to promote it to enough of you that you'll go ahead and watch it. Anyway, so I started the show with that. Then we got into some, we got into the politics. We got into the uh, the ridiculous and then we got into the the tragic which was the which is the human traffic and and promotion of pedophilia which is going on in this country right now Whew. time to unwind joe biden once again trying to find his way off the stage Like a, you know, you know when dogs kind of feel like they're doing something wrong or they get kind of ashamed. He kind of like looks over, make sure. But is that is that the right thing to do? Oh, okay. And then he goes marching off. <laughs> it's horrible. Anyway, hey, it's fan mail Friday. We're gonna bust out with a few fan mails of the week. This was I just have three of them today. There were many more that were worthy, but uh, some of them were quite uh, profane. Some of them were ridiculous, and some of them I just they just didn't merit even given airtime to. But this guy, um, Justin Hadley, this is what I got. Uh, so mostly, if if you're watching me for the first time and you're checking this out for the first time, I do fan mail, and what that is is I take an actual comment or post that the person made, and then I pair it up with a picture from their page, all public information stuff. I'm not trying to shame anybody, maybe a little, but it, it's all public access information. So here you go. Justin Hadley. He said, WTF y'all Trumpers are so gullible. It's scummy. MAGA Nazis tried to overthrow our government and ended in our democracy. Cause that fat man trader told them to, we will never give this nation over to fascist traitors. Yes, I embellished, pretending. That's, that's how I hear. When I read that, that's how I heard it. I'm like, dude, are you serious? And then I, I pulled up his picture, and I'm like, oh, my God. We would have been better off hearing from the horse than him. The comments on this were great. They were like, hey, uh, turn the horse around, and then we'll be looking at the real Justin Hadley. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I didn't even comment on this. I just, I didn't even, I didn't even make a, a snide comment or, or clever comment or anything. I was like, wow, this is weird. Scott Connery says, that hair perm and bleach does mess up your brain. And I said, uh, more hair envy from someone who has none. N-U-N-N. -N. 
At least you have me in your head now. Here's our participation trophy. So he may not have hair in his head, but I'm in his head. And that's that's fine. That's exactly where I want to be. Thank you very much for helping promote the generic algorithms. Thank you for participating in my on my social medias so that it gets more generic exposure. And uh, I mean, dude, you're helping me out, man. I mean, I really should be thanking these people, right? In fact, I do. I gave them a trophy. At any rate, the next one, we, we could, we could, oh, this is okay. It's a little smaller, a little smaller font. We could save the ozone with the amount of tresemme none put in his hair. He misspelled tresemme, I, I, but I forgive him because I think that's a French word maybe. So it'd be completely blew it. Uh, I said, more hen- hair envy from someone who doesn't have any. By the way, it's all natural with zero product. True. I bet you'd love to run your fingers through it, but I don't swing that way. Here's a trophy for participating. Look, man, don't don't try to be cute with me because I, I can be much cuter. Trust me. And uh, what is it with the, the hair thing, man? It, it's always been. It, I never, you know, I never get any hate mail from women complaining about my hair and it's up today. So if you're watching for the first time, you're not going to get it. But you can see it's tied back. It's pretty long. I wear it long. So what? And, uh, but the men have a problem with it. It's always men sending things out like that. And they're usually men that either are bald or they're on their way there, but they have no hair. And they're always giving me crap about my hair or, or making some ridiculous comment like these guys did. Um, so I'll let you decide why they do it, okay? Anyway, hey, thank you for watching. It's been a great week. I've had fun. It's been a great week of shows. I've enjoyed doing them, and I look forward to Monday again. If something, and, and starting off a new week, man, because I really do love doing this. If you're, uh, if something pops over the weekend, something major or whatever, you know, I'm, I'll, some, I'm not, uh, it's not unknown for me to jump on a live video or something like that, which I may do. If if something something really pops, I do want I did want to talk about the Tucker Carlson interview with the with the Capitol Police officer that didn't make it onto Fox, and so we re-interviewed him. It's cool, but I, I haven't digested the whole thing yet, and I really want to spend some time uh, soaking it in before I commented on it or or cut it up. Anyway, thank you for watching. I really appreciate it. I'd appreciate it even more if you would go to Rumble.com slash the Nun Report and make sure you hit subscribe or not subscribe. It's follow doesn't cost anything. No subscription here. Just follow and and also like this video. I'd really appreciate it. I'm on all the socials at The Nun Report, except for TikTok because I don't do that commie BS. And also Twitter because I couldn't get the. So there on Twitter, it's at Nun Report. Okay. Um, or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. <laughs> Links are right there. <laughs> I couldn't make it very much easier. Anyway, hey. Thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.